The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, <laughs> that's Steve, over there. I took it away from you. You didn't even get to say it. Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's the podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? James, I am as happy as a pig that you just took outside. I did. I tossed that pig in the yard to go potty and life is good. <laughs> So now, and it, but, it oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Please. Oh, I understand you've got a great question for us this week, too. So I've been chomping at the bit. You teased it this afternoon. So I did. I, 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 I gave it this ringing endorsement. I said, we've got a great question. That was the entire crux of what I said. So you know it's important. All right. So here, here is the listener email this week. Fellas, I'm engaged and very excited about marriage, but there's a recurring situation in my relationship that drives me nuts. It's the, how was your day conversation? My fiance and I approach this question very differently. I usually feel like there's not much to report as most of my daily activities don't vary much from day to day. So unless there's an interesting story to tell, I usually just describe the general mood of the day like busy or slow. My fiance will then give me a complete rundown of her entire day, including the dialogue of most of the conversations she can remember having. I want to be invested in what she's saying, and I know she, uh, she processes things verbally, but I find it hard to pay close attention to her recounting non-events for 15 minutes every day. I've talked to her about this before, but she was somewhat hurt by what she saw as a disinterest in what's going on in her life. I want to listen actively and engage, but I usually feel like she's just data dumping. Am I supposed to be asking thoughtful questions about all this minutia, or should I invest in a convincing cardboard cutout of myself? Please help. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Steve. <clears throat> I'm thinking this is a guy that wrote into <laughs> yes, us. This one is. That never happens. Holy cow. I'm really excited about this. Now, let me ask you just on the front end, James, what excited you about this question? Okay, so I think this is something uh, I know that I, I think and I could be completely wrong, but I think this is something that every man who's ever been in a relationship yeah. has gone through and that yeah. none of us have been unwise enough to question, especially not out loud. And the fact that it came to me in writing, I just thought this is this is so amazing. I actually the listener, he actually he tried to he tried to take it back and I said, no, no, we have to talk about this. We will not out you. You know, his fiance is not gonna listen to this anyway. Let's be honest, nobody listens to this. He's completely safe. But but again, how could you pick him out of a lineup? So we've all gone through this. Again, we just don't say it out loud. So he did, so give him an answer. Yeah, that's why I asked you, because I think this is one that will resonate with a lot of guys. My relationship's a little different. Like, I'm the chick in my relationship, <laughs> because my wife is a little more stoic, and I'm a little more verbose and effusive. Really? But, no. I, <laughs> you? <laughs> I'm going to take that as a compliment. Um, I'm curious. Now, he said that he did mention it to her once, and she was hurt because uh, – his wording was something like she was hurt that I was disinterested. So my first thought is I wonder if the way he presented it to her was a little bit ham-handed and it wasn't delivered in a way that could be taken with a grain of salt or excuse me, or in stride. So if I was talking to him, I would at least coach him up a little bit on how to bring it up. But 
the how was your day, I would work on that question because all of the stuff that she's data dumping doesn't have to be with you. Like, you're more important to her than someone who is supposed to be the recipient of a data dump. Not that you should never be the recipient of a data dump, but that that shouldn't be what completely hijacks your supper time conversation because if one of you walks away kind of muttering and grumbling to yourself it's not going to be very healthy for the two of you so change up the question a little bit ask if anything exciting happened today or don't even ask about the day ask about something coming up or just uh, rather than ask a question just make a comment to get reflected so say like i'm really looking forward to the concert this weekend and kind of let that hang in the air for a minute and have her bite the hook like, you, you don't have to do the proverbial, how was your day? And it sounds like you're almost doing that verbatim, which means for you, you're going to give a pat answer that will tell her nothing other than it is now her turn to talk. So work on how the dynamic goes and maybe change up the question. And if she does start to data dump too much, I would bring it up in a way that's less... I don't know, toxic to her or less insulting to her. If she has some girlfriends in her life, I would imagine that they chat like that too. And that's why I say this doesn't have to be your role every night, that it's just going to end up driving you away. You went a completely different direction with that than I thought you were going to go. I guess we're not on the same page with this at all. The shock, the shock everybody, we don't agree here. I want to say there's no way this ever ends, and you just need to shut up about it and take it. That's that's my professional opinion, backed up by zero <laughs> science or research. I think this is just something that I, I think in general, um, there are a lot of women, maybe there's men out there too like you, I don't know, but they, sure. when, when you get home, they just want to tell you everything. When my wife tells stories, like again, I don't recount conversations unless like, I said something amazing, which in real life I never do. All my amazing comebacks are in writing. <laughs> but like with her, when she tells a story, she repeats the conversation and the back and the forth. And she will tell me about the, all the things that happened, the, the data dump. And she's a scientist. So has all kinds of science words in there I don't even understand. And it's my job <laughs> to take that. I can't imagine anybody being like, here's the deal. I don't care what you did today and, and staying married. And it's not that you don't care what they did today. It's just you don't want you don't want to relive that whole day with them. You just want the highlights. But I don't think in practical terms that's how it works. And so what I've done, I certainly don't interrupt the flow of information. I've just learned to pick up on like running storylines. Like you don't have to watch the whole Netflix series if there's just two or three characters you care about. So there's a few recurring yeah. characters in all our stories. And I keep track of those ones and every once in a while there are other characters that pop up i know i'm not going to remember and i just let that part go uh but yeah i don't think uh i don't think that ever stops and i think i can see why she'd be hurt if you know if she takes it as this is important to me this is what i did and you don't want to hear about it now i will say this though when me and my wife were dating we weren't living together yet we were both in college we were way on summer breaks we both had really menial dead-end jobs like you have when you're in college on break you know and so there was a point where like i know a lot of couples will call every day and talk for hours and hours we literally had nothing new to talk about because every single day for both of us was exactly the same and we kind of got it under control where we would just call each other once a week because if there's nothing to talk about we would just fight and that was that was kind of how we controlled it but it sounds like in this case there's there's more to talk about than absolute nothing and then maybe i would say as a final piece of advice that maybe to the letter writer there is something that's interesting about your day maybe maybe make it a point to come up with one story about each day something you want to bring up i mean unless your day is just utterly traumatic and you want to purge it from your mind make it a point that you have something to interject as well because um, otherwise you're just seeding the floor to her and maybe she feels like she has to fill up that empty space. So maybe maybe you could talk more as a way to balance things out. But yeah, please, please don't tell her to stop talking. That will never end well. 
No, see, now, James, you finally at the end there, you said something of value, so that was good. <laughs> right as I stopped talking, coincidentally. <laughs> no, well, when you begin with, this is never going to change, my first reaction is, oh, no, 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 this can't absolutely change. <laughs> I don't think she knows. This is the way that I always think about it. If uh, I'm talking to a wife, uh, it's always, so have you ever dated somebody who plays golf? Now, the husband may not play golf, or maybe he does. I don't know. But golfers are notorious for, how'd you golf today? And they will go through every minute detail about their day, including wind speed and direction and temperature and slope and variance and probably the spin of the Earth's rotation <laughs> while they're playing golf. And nobody wants to hear that. But to golfers, ask a nine-year-old about their Fortnite game, and you'll take a nap before they're done talking. Like, there's plenty of opportunity for the is it's a fiance yeah they're engaged for his fiance to at least understand the impact she's having on him i like when you said if he talks more that will at least feel a little more balanced as far as just conversation time and who has the talking stick as it goes back and forth and uh, maybe she does feel like she needs to fill all that space. But to say it never changes, no. If you're dating a golfer who just wants to tell you all about their game, you call the golfer over, you sit him on your lap, and you go, Honey, I am so excited that you are excited about golf. I love seeing you light up when you tell the stories. But I don't golf. I don't understand a lot of what you're saying. So I'd like to talk a little less about golf, if that's all right. Something. Anything that kind of gets that floated through that doesn't mean there's something damaged or wrong about you, but it's just not working with me. And if your effect is you would like me to connect with what you do at work, we can still get that accomplished without you making me want to take a nap. I think I think in this case, I think the story and the storyteller are one and the same. And I don't think you can curtail one without making the other one feel like they're being cut back on as well. I think if this were a case, if we put a, a poll out there to my primarily female audience, I think I think I, I've got my hand finger on the pulse this time. And again, everybody's different. There's probably women out there who never say a word, but I think in general, I think most wives and fiancés and girlfriends would feel pretty hurt if you told them that you want shorter stories. Uh, but I don't know. You take well. Ho, ho. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with hurting a little bit if it's going to create change that'll benefit both of you. I'm just going to say... Why do we live in a world where nobody should ever feel any hurt or guilt or shame or anything negative? No, that's crazy so you, talk. You can you can follow Steve's advice and be right, or you can follow my advice and be married. That's, this is one of those cases that one of, the, one of these paths gets you to that 50th anniversary, and one of them gets you alone by the time you're 30. So take it for no, what it's worth. This is not binary. This is on a dimmer <laughs> switch not a toggle switch you don't have to go blasting through like a bull and plam plam pamplona to get your point across when i start getting too talky my wife kind of rolls her eyes and gives me that look and uh, yeah it's, it's a little bit of a backhand across the front seat of the car but i get it i know what she's going through and then i just start singing along to the radio which she hates worse okay so honestly everybody wants you to talk less that's a no-brainer that's not what we're talking about here we're talking about the guy's fiance but clearly we're we're not going to come to an agreement on that. So there you go. You have two very different staked out positions today. I say let her talk. Enjoy the ride. Seize on what you can and uh, maybe talk more. And Steve says, shut her up and take control of the conversation. Oh, that was my exact quote. Now, it's funny. See, you Steve says that you can, you can modify the conversation so that you both enjoy it. He's in his fantasy world. That's where he's coming from. So who knows? There's so, every, every relationship's different. Every person's different.
different. It could be anything. So, so try what you want. And if you do get divorced, please blame Steve. And if you're out there and you would like us to take vastly different positions on your long-running relationship issue, please email your question to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. We take all kinds of questions. They don't have to be romantic in nature. They can be platonic, you know, parent-child. We had one about the family pet the other day. We will take literally anything because we just don't get that many emails. So send them in, please. And this has been James Breakwell and Steve Olivas with another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage. And that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back. <laughs>